welcome to the First and Ten podcast. That's right, that's my voice, that's me, Ross. I'm back. I had a, another bye week, a two bye weeks in one season. That's good for me. Um, <laughs> joining me, as always, last week's host and my regular co host is Dave. Oh, you're right. Welcome back. Thanks, mate. Last week was an absolute you. nightmare trying to find any time to podcast or edit podcasts or do anything. My life has basically just been Morrison's and sleeping for the past, like, <laughs> forever, it seems. That's oh, all right. So it's much better having you back. I much prefer being this uh, this side of it rather than actually <laughs> hosting. <laughs> good stuff. Well, we've got some good, good slate of games this weekend. Um, but before we get into the podcast, we're going to go through what we're going to do. We're going to do your, our takeaways of the week, obviously. We're going to mention our podcast competition one more time. You've got one more chance, basically, to get in it and win your self for Jersey. Go through your uh, community questions, which is quite a lot of this week, and some really good ones. And then we're going to look at the games this week. And there's a a few tasty games this week and some other real stinkers. So um, we'll, we'll go through them when we get to them. Let's start with the takeaways. Dave, what, we're just going to do one this week. What's your biggest takeaway from this weekend? Well, and uh, you might want to play, start playing some like really like rousing music here. <laughs> I'm starting a campaign. Right. It's, uh, it's probably a little bit too late for this season, but for MVP in 2019, I'm starting a campaign for Andrew Luck right now. Right. I'm getting in early. <laughs> I'm... Uh, yeah, I, I just I love the Colts right now. I love I love Andrew Luck. I love Frank Reich. I love the defense. I love everything about that team at the moment. And then when they can add some stuff in the offseason, they've got more cap room than anyone basically going into next year. Wow. Yeah, they're uh, I think that they're set up to to me. I think they're set up to be the next dominant team in the AFC. You got Brady Rivers. Um, Ben, all of them coming to the end of their time, aren't yeah. they? So I think it's a, a bit of a transitional period in the AFC, and I think the Colts could be that one that become the next dominant team for. Well, if they keep Andrew up healthy, then what a decade, maybe something like that. Well, yeah. What is he? Twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine so, years old. And obviously he's missed a couple of years. I know it's through injury, but that sort of helps that he's not taking hits for a couple of years, doesn't it? And he hasn't taken a hit for the last four games either. This season's yeah. like. This offensive line, now I made the pick for the uh, Gridiron Gentlemen's uh, fantasy draft uh, this season. Uh, I picked Quinn and Nelson as my pick for them, and they, they followed suit and actually picked him, didn't they, in the first yeah. round? And he and that offensive line has what a turnaround. Yeah, I think even early on when that, I think they started one and four, so another, it yeah. felt like they were playing quite well and in them in all them games. And yeah, now it feels like they could head into playoffs on almost like a ten game winning streak. Yeah, they weren't think, a one and four team. No, and I think they're showing that now. And I think they may end up just being a um, a wild card team this year. But I know I wouldn't want to face them if I was uh, from a Patriots point of view. I don't think they're the sort of team I want coming into New England. And yeah, I think it's probably a little bit too late for this year. Although I think we've got a question about that coming up later. But mm. I'll leave that for them. But I think it's a little bit late for this year. But yeah, next year I'm all in already on uh, Andrew Luck for MVP. Yeah, he he mixes up the quarterbacks in fancy draft next year because a lot of guys are coming, are kind of re-emerging and guys are dropping off. It's going to be a, a fun fancy draft next season as well, definitely. Yeah, as I say, I think it's a weird time in the league for quarterbacks. I think a lot of mm. that generation is coming to an end now. And even in the NFC, you've got like Breeze coming to an end and yeah. a couple of others. So, yeah, I, yeah, I really feel like the Colts could be yeah, a real dominant team coming up. Like it. Well, sticking on the quarterback tip, my um, takeaway from this weekend is Lamar Jackson. He is fun. Like I don't watch college football. I'd had no real idea about who he was. I'd heard the hype about this running quarterback, but my word, twenty-eight carries. I mean, yeah, that's not um, that. That cannot continue, obviously, because he'll get killed. But one hundred and seventeen yards from a quarterback on the run, and I watched a lot of that game. Um, Rather than red, um, red zone, I was watching specific games on Game Pass this week, and he was looking to run at every opportunity. And the Bengals were just leaving wide open gaps through that middle of that um, defensive line. He's picking up chunk plays all, every time. Yeah, it's, it's it feels harsh on Joe Flacco. He's obviously done well for the Ravens, but they're a hell of a lot more exciting when uh, Jackson's in there than when oh. he is. <laughs> and he said, "I'm not sure it's sustainable." The what, 27 or 28 rushes, whatever it was. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's a lot more fun. That is, it's hard to argue against that. So I'm not sure uh, every defence will be as easy as that Bengals one, but. <laughs> no, there was wide open gaps in there, but John Harbour looks a man 
rejuvenated by this. Like his job's probably on the line this season if he doesn't really say make the playoffs. Do you think he, he'll go? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think if I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty much where it just comes down to. If they make the playoffs, he stays. If they don't, then he's gone. Because Ozzy Newsom's out this season as well, isn't he? Is he retired end of this year? Yeah, it, it feels like a it feels like a time to just sort of clean house, doesn't it? Almost and start again. Yeah. He was he was fine. I mean, he only completed thirteen passes, hundred fifty yards. Uh, he threw a pick as well. But his ability to run with the ball also opened up running lanes for um, I can't remember was it Ed, Edwards. Yeah, he's come out of nowhere. Who's already for me overtaken yes. Alex Collins because Collins is a, a fumble machine. Yeah, so yeah, fun uh, fun times for the Ravens. Yeah, which is something I feel like we haven't been able to say for quite a long time in the league <laughs> that no. the Ravens are fun. I've, it's been a long time since you know, the Ravens have a fun offensive team. I like watching defensive football, but yeah, they having a running quarterback. It reminds me of uh, when Kaepernick and Wilson came into the league. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things about the Ravens, but to like, sorry about the Ravens, but yeah, being fun is one of them. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Lamar Jackson could definitely give them that. You say it, it might not, it might be good for a year and then burn out like some of them. It's like you mentioned, like RJ yeah. Free uh, and Kaepernick, but. Yeah, for now. I'd much rather see him these last six games for them than I would uh, Flacco come back in. Yeah, but... it's a shame because I like Flacco, but he is he's Joe Flacco. He's going to give you yeah. what Joe Flacco gives you, <laughs> which is that, feel... still quarterback play. Yeah, they're very well suited, him and the Ravens, aren't they? Quite a... Yeah, definitely. Sort of good, sort of gets the job done, but I mean, if I don't have to see it, then I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There we go. And we're just going to go with one big takeaway this weekend because we've got so many questions we want to get to. And that's always our most fun part of the show. Um, we've got a competition running and you've got one more chance to enter it before Thanksgiving, which is this Thursday. And make sure you're fully set with your lineups because games start early on Thursday and there's a few of them. So um, lots of stuff happening this Thursday. But more importantly, is our competition ends, Dave. And what people got to do to be in a, with a chance to win? So, as you say, final chance to enter. So, um, on our Facebook and our Twitter page, we've been running a commentary for, I don't know, about a month now. Yeah. Um, say, share the post on there and like the page on either one of the sort of sites. And, um, yeah, then every time we post an episode, if you share that, you get another entry. So, I mean, you can go back now and share all the old ones and you'll get more entries. But, yeah, the winner, we'll pick one winner who wins a uh, NFL jersey from the team of their choice. Nice. And then second place gets a personalised mug. So. I mean, with Christmas coming up, even if you don't want the jersey, you know, you know someone that wants a new jersey. Yeah, what, what a great Christmas present, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Or even a personalised mug. I'd have yeah. the mug for Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take a mug. Right. I mean, I, I may refuse to buy some of these jerseys. <laughs> jerseys out. You know, if someone asks for, for a Bortles or someone else, I may just, oh, it's got lost in the post. Yeah, but... don't troll us. We're not buying your Bortles. <laughs> That's just a waste of yeah. money. Because that's, yeah. that's going to be uh, never seen in the NFL after this season. So why would you want that? I'm not investing my hard-earned cash in, in Blake Bortles. <laughs> no, the Jags refuse to, so why should we? Yeah, I think, I think that's a perfect stance. There we go. But yeah, make sure you share share the posts when they come out. And yeah, one last chance and then I guess we'll be drawing it on next week's podcast now. But yeah, I, I might try and do something on Friday. I'll see. I'll yeah. see how it goes, but... Yeah, we could probably do something Friday. We can uh, maybe uh, stick it up on the internet for you to all listen to. Yeah. Maybe a bonus competition podcast, something like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, up, it, up until Thursday, maybe you might get a couple of extra days to enter it. But make sure you do it before Thursday anyway. And then yes. you'll definitely be in. There you go. Well then, your questions. Actually, did you want to mention a fantasy? Because I heard you and Ollie talking last week. About well, fantasy. it's not so fun. It's not so fun anymore now <laughs> in another league that you've beaten me and returned the favour. So, you know, we can we can skip over that if you want. <laughs> well, in the mega league, uh, I did yeah. play Ollie this week, and his his run continued. He's on a, he's on a great run. Uh, he's now zero and eleven in that league. <laughs> the worst defensive title of all time. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are, are going some way to try and compete with him in this, but yeah, zero and eleven. Yeah, yeah, it's not going well. How did you get on in the mega league this week? Uh, I think I went four and zero, but uh, Yahoo is, or five and zero. Sorry, but Yahoo's all over the place today. Yes, anyone in them leagues will know. So I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think I went five and zero. But who knows? Nice. Well, you're one of the one that we're in together with Ollie as well. So yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the mega league. Yeah, but yeah, I went eleven. 
It's <laughs> I kind of want him to go undefe- like undefeated, uh, un un one all season basically at this point. Well, we me and Ollie are in a different fantasy league together, and he likes to uh, he likes to troll the Browns fan in our group a little <laughs> bit as well about their oh and sixteen season. He likes to bring up their four and oh preseason. <laughs> As well, so I feel like this might be karma for him. You've got two more games left in this league. Yeah, it's this. This could be the week. Who knows? But... <laughs> yeah, like so I think I, I think I'll play him this week. That team shouldn't so. be zero and eleven. That's a good. He's got a decent team there. Yeah, yeah. To be fair to him, like I was it read. There's a lot worse teams in these leagues that have won like four or five games, and yeah, yeah it's unfair. But you know, I quite enjoy it. So. <laughs> Yeah, like my team, for instance, I'm starting Marlon, Mac, Derek Henry, Vance, McDonald. And I'm still winning games. I'm not sure really how, but it's working. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, it's not long now. You've got to stick with the winning formula. Exactly. Right, let's get to your questions. Let's start with Facebook. And on the, on the Eagles Super Bowl defence, is uh, from Gary Burke, is the Eagles Super Bowl defence the most embarrassing ever? I think, um, bar maybe that last week's game aside, they've been kind of... As you can expect from a, a quarterback coming back from a serious injury and a few new faces and lost lots of um, lots of coaches as well. Yeah, and yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the most embarrassing. I think there's been worse ones, and say Oli talked about it on last week's podcast about the Super Bowl hangover. But mm. I just, I just think it's been one of those. Things. I think maybe last year they they probably weren't as good as. Well, they probably weren't the best team in the league last season. I know they got a run at the end, but yeah. when you look back, I think pretty much all the playoff run was upsets or mm. sort of a few upsets in there. So I don't think they were exactly one of them teams last season that was some dominant force in the league. And I think maybe Wentz has come back to earth a little and a few others. They're, and... they're definitely more comparable to a Giants Super Bowl winning team than like a Patriots or a Seahawks or a Broncos or anything like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. I totally agree with that. Well, that's what the whole, um, the dog mask, wasn't it? Wasn't it? That um, everyone thought that they were, they were the underdogs and that's what that was from. And they sort of shown that that's probably is what they were. And they just happened to have a hot run for four games, which is all you really need, isn't it? In the end of the day. But yeah, yeah I don't think it's that bad and probably not that unexpected if you really looked at, What's happened in Philadelphia through the off season and between Wentz and is say uh, losing two really good coaches? Yeah, look what Frank Rock's doing with the Colts. That's uh, yeah, huge to lose him from your team. Yeah, and two two coaches that seem to be very important in terms of game planning and mm. all that sort of side of things. So yeah, I don't think it's an unpredictable setback and step back from what they were, but and to us, they still got a chance of making the playoffs. It's not like they're <laughs> they're yeah, not the done. This is a mess. Yeah, they're not done. If they can go on a little run for the end of the season, they can definitely make it in. So, yeah, I don't think it's that bad of a defence. There's been uh, there's been plenty worse out there. The fact that the Giants are, are one game behind them is troubling, the way the Giants have played. But, yeah, the NFC East, like, anyone can make that. The Cowboys are 5-5 five and five and they're not very good. And the Redskins have just lost their quarterback and they're currently leading the division. So, yeah. literally anything can happen. I'm not counting the Giants out yet, to be honest. No, which, <laughs> it seems crazy, really, but... Yeah. Yeah, the team has to make the playoffs in that division. So, yeah, one of them will accidentally back their way in. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a Seahawks seven and nine enter the playoffs and then beat like the Saints. Or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> just what everyone wants to see. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, a question from Lee White: uh, What do you think has been Jacksonville's reason for having such a flop this year, and how do they put it right? Well, well you take number five out and with a high-powered rifle, I think, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, that it was going to be one of my takeaways, or it was sort of one in the running. That I think the whole thing this season has come down to the management, really, and yeah. their refusal to admit that plate balls is a problem. Mm. They've just, yeah, I don't, I don't get it with them. I mean, everyone could see that he was a problem coming in, and yeah, they're a team ready to contend other than a quarterback, and that's what it's been this year. And I don't think he's always been the biggest problem for them in every game, but consistently, week to week, he's probably. The one that is always a problem. It's just whether he's a little problem or a big problem, isn't it? Yeah. If if the defense isn't playing and they have been burnt on occasion this season, and there's talk of Jalen uh, Ramsey being traded and players like that not performing to the level that's expected of them. Obviously, I don't. I think that's more of just like a stick a rocket up his ass, get him playing more than uh, yeah. actually trading him because he got two picks this week. But you. <laughs> 
it, it seems strange going from me as a Seahawks fan to say you can't build a team based solely on defense, which is kind of what we did. But we also had Russell Wilson, who is a top 10, top 5 level quarterback. You need offense as well as defense. And that Jags offense is non-existent. Well, I think it was something... I saw a stat on Sunday. I think it was in the second half. They had something like 53 yards of offense in the second half. Or, or from or from when they got 9 nothing up, they had something like 53 yards of offense. And that included an 80-yard touchdown drive. Jesus. So for the rest of it, they had negative yardage. <laughs> it wasn't like the defense were putting them in bad spots like can happen in some of these things. They were always in like favorable positions and just couldn't take advantage. And yeah, I think that pretty much comes back to the management because... I mean, it's not really Bortles' fault. He's not good enough, is it? It's uh, <laughs> no, he's doing the best he can. I imagine. Yeah, see, so I think some of the defensive problems this year probably come back to that as well because I think I know if I was on that team and we were given everything week every single week and it still wasn't enough because one person is basically holding you back, then mm. I think you do stop trying quite as hard, don't you? And you do uh, have more issues, but you'd have huge resentment towards him. Yeah, and I think um, I think it was Ramsey a few weeks ago that said basically that. <laughs> We all know what's going on in Jacksonville, and yeah, it was very obviously, <laughs> yeah, it was very obviously was talking about Bortles, but yeah, I think it comes back on the management at the end of the day, and yeah, yeah, this, this something was clear to last year. There. Last year was an anomaly, basically. Yeah, and twice even last year, it was like one game that yeah. <laughs> they very much sort of changed their future on one game. Even through the season, it wasn't good, and then that first playoff game, he was horrendous against the um, I think it was the Bills. Titans. Oh, was oh Bills, yeah, Bills I think, game. yeah, that was. Yeah, it, it was dreadful. He just had one good game against the uh, Steelers and played quite well against the Patriots. And yeah. all of a sudden, we're they're, or they're um, He's the changing their whole future. Yeah, and <laughs> it was yeah odd, but baffling. But thanks for your question, Lee. That's uh, hopefully that's uh, cheered you up a little bit. <laughs> uh, question from Ryan Bamborough: Do you think Luck is throwing his name in for MVP consideration this season, with him being? Uh, ridiculously entertaining and what is our prediction for the playoffs teams well, we've been through the Andrew Luck thing I think he should be in the running this year obviously he's not going to overcome Mahomes or Breeze or Gurley or I can't say Jared Goff because I just don't like him but uh, the thing is I think right now if you had to if you pick if you had to uh, sorry if I had to pick one player who mm. could come out from the pack and maybe say Breeze and Mahomes have a bit of a sort of dodgy six game stretch and yeah. don't quite perform if Luck ends up going six and zero over the rest of the season, which is very possible with their schedule, yeah, then I think all of a sudden you look at him, and I think that second half of the season sometimes matters more than the first, doesn't it? So, I think if circumstances really broke well for him, then he could do. But yeah, I think it's more in the conversation rather than actually winning it. Yeah, he's already nailed him on himself. The um, was it the returning player or comeback comeback player? player. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's already luck in Luck's pocket that one. As for our playoff teams, um, what do you think? I think there's kind of two two definite, well, three definite teams, isn't there? The Rams, Saints and Chiefs, and then uh, whoever else joins them. I think, I don't think I've got anything too controversial, really. I think I've gone for Kansas City, yep. Pittsburgh, New England, yep. Houston, yep, yep. Um, and then Colts and Chargers coming from the, in, uh, making it into the wildcard spots yep, in the AFC. I feel like I feel like the Colts are the best team of those in contention for the wild card. Mm-hmm. I got, who else are there? Like Dolphins, Ravens, yeah, Titans, Broncos. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think the Colts are the one from them that you could that you feel are the best one, don't you? But yeah, definitely. And then you have got uh, in the NFC. I think the Rams is there in Saints are in. Yeah, I think the Bears are almost in now, yeah, especially after that win the weekend. I mean, what, they've got a couple of game lead now or one and a half games with a tie? Yeah, well, Something two, like that. two and a half games ahead of the Packers as well. And the Vikings aren't looking great. So, yeah, one more win and they're, they're pretty much in, I think. Yeah, I think they've got a couple of uh, not too difficult games coming up. So, the Lions, yeah, I'll, 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 on early game this week. Yeah, and I think you'd expect them to come out of that with a win. Mm. But, yeah, and then so I'd give them um, the North and... Yeah, I think Dallas probably the team right now that looks like they're going to come out of the East, but in any of them, isn't it, really? And then, it is literally one of four from the East. Yeah, I think the wild, I think the sixth seed in the NFC is a tough one to call because I think there's probably a few teams that someone's going to go on a run now yeah. for the rest of the season, but say that Seahawks are one. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even the Falcons right now, even though I've, I've almost written them off about 80 times this season. Yeah, but, they're one game back, basically. Yeah, and... <laughs> 
it doesn't feel like they can go on a run, but no. they probably only need to get to nine wins if things go right for them. And yeah, yeah I think they're one of the teams. And the um, Panthers have got long run. Yeah, Panthers. Yeah, I think Panthers are. I think they're pretty safe, but they still got to play the Saints twice. So yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's completely done in that um, for them to get a wild card. But I'd be surprised if they weren't the five seed. But yeah, it's tough in the NFC. It is the AFC for is is much more um, kind of solidified, but yeah, the NFC is it's going to be a fun playoffs. Whatever happens, I think there's no team sneaking in like the the Bills this year. There's no team no. that make that really just stink up the place in the playoffs. Well, especially if it's the cult to do get that other spot in the uh, in the wild card. Yeah. Maybe if the Dolphins somehow like weasel their way to sit, uh, nine or ten wins, God knows how that happened, but. <laughs> It seems to be that they're on course for that, doesn't it? But uh, even if the Redskins make it, they got Adrian Peterson and Colt McCoy. I like Colt McCoy, and they've, they've signed Mark Sanchez. I mean, who's not on board for that? <laughs> well, it's almost the anniversary of my favourite player in the league, <laughs> and that was uh, Mark Sanchez's butt fumble. Yes. So, two days away from that uh, anniversary. So, what what a great time! We'll I will be sharing that. that on Twitter, definitely. Oh yeah, I will be sharing that video multiple times <laughs> on Thursday. Don't you worry. Excellent. Um, question from Adam Scott Allen uh, the media refers to the Rams Chiefs and Saints as the powerhouse offences um, however should we throw them all together or are we doing one or two of them a disservice basically rank the offences who's, who's your one two three then out of those three I think it's really hard to split them so I, I think the first part of the question I don't think it is a disservice to throw them all together because I think they're all just really good they're dominating the league aren't they as we saw yeah I think time. I think they've all got parts that are better than the other teams and they've all got parts that are it's like worse, but yeah, none of them have got any real obvious weakness on offense, have they? They both got, they've all got really good running back mm. or backs in the, the case of the Saints, yeah. and good quarterbacks, good lines, good good uh, receivers and tight ends. So <laughs> maybe maybe the Chiefs are the most. I think the maybe most Chiefs complete, won, yeah, just for Travis Kelsey over yeah. the tight ends on the other teams, but that's probably the only thing I can use to split them because I think on the on the rest they're all similar-ish yeah the Rams fall down for me for not having a premier number one wide receiver they've got no Tyreek Hill they've got no Michael Thomas but they've got Todd Gurley who makes up for uh, so many other things and I, mean, I think I think between Cooks and Woods they've almost got like it's almost a 1A and 1B but yeah they've got an incredible amount of yards between them haven't they yeah it's, it, yeah they're not probably got like the, your standard wide receiver one but I think they can they've got players there that can almost do it without actually being that player if you know what I mean yeah true I'd go Chiefs Saints Rams I think because you've got to factor in Michael Thomas is the best receiver in the league and he's got Drew Brees who's for me the best quarterback in the league so Chiefs Chiefs got the most all around package but the Saints are lacking a second receiver I think yeah I yeah, I, I find it hard to split them. I say I'll, go, I'll probably go Chiefs one for just because of Kelsey, but mm. I think Mahomes is probably the third quarterback out of the three if I had to take them in, like, in a draft or something. Um, or is he that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, off, it, off yeah, it's, it's a hard definitely. one because yeah, I don't think there's anything that's really obvious to split them. So yeah, probably the Chiefs just ahead for Kelsey, but yeah, if someone had some strong argument, yeah, if someone had a strong argument. For one of the others, I wouldn't really disagree with them, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, thank you for your Facebook questions. Now onto Twitter. This is from Cheap Heat at AFCCB1079. What do the Bears need to do to hit the next level, and has there been imp- improvement from Mitch Trubisky? Mm. What is the next I, I, level really for them? Yeah, I don't, I don't know because I almost feel like right now they're sort of the Jaguars of last year, but yeah. with a slightly better quarterback. I don't know if that's harsh on Trubisky or not, but <laughs> he, he's very similar. They don't really, when it really comes down to it, they don't really trust him to throw the ball, I don't think. And no. I, they I, are massively I think, built on defence, I think. Yeah, and I think they can get you so far. And say last week, one of my takeaways was that I think the Browns could be, um, sorry, the Bears could be one of the more dangerous teams mm. come playoff time, but... Yeah, I think the coaching staff just doesn't trust Trubisky to really get it done. No, and he, has, shows he has shown improvement though. And oh, yeah, I think he's so definitely improved. Yeah, he's become a, definitely a starting quarterback in this league. Yeah, and I think maybe I'm, I'm feel, I feel better about it now than I did probably six weeks ago. Yes, but 
I still think if it when it really comes down to it in January, I'm not sure I'll be picking the Bears to like stop the Saints or or the Rams or whoever it is they're playing. No, I but think that's or, fair as well. yeah, I just don't know whether I'd trust that the offense to get enough points for them to keep up. And mm. yeah, it's tough. But I think they're quite an interesting team. But I, yeah, I don't know if they're just heading for yeah to be in the Jaguars. Yeah, and that's probably not the yeah, best thing to be. But <laughs> at the end of the day, the Jags were pretty close to getting to a Super Bowl, and who knows if they'd got there last year? Then maybe they'd have uh, won it against that Eagles team. But yeah, I, I think they can win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's out, out uh, like crazy to think they can win one. So no, not at all. I guess that's all you really need. All you really aiming for in the NFL, isn't it, to have the possibility of uh, winning a Super Bowl? Yeah, that's 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 the aim, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question from John Terry Sadface um, at the iconic fourteen: Who are the best GMs in the league? I think this is a really tough one. So we were chatting about this one before the podcast started, and yeah. I think there's just a lot of a lot of GMs that you can say are good. But so I think that in some ways, being a good GM can almost be a bit fluky because a lot of it comes down to who what these GMs are really judged on, like their draft picks in what, sort of rounds three to seven or so. Yeah. You hit on a couple of them, and all of a sudden you look like a genius, but I think we all know that them, the players taking them rounds quite often are just a bit of a a chance, and maybe yeah. one or two will come good. And I think sometimes they're just... The people we judge as the good GMs are ones that just have that high percentage of them come good, and I don't know how much of that is a skill and how much is just... Yeah, just a bit, a bit of luck that they come good. Like... I think Chris Ballard would be written off as one of the worst GMs in the league before the season. Yeah, he was a bit of a joke, wasn't he? Yeah, I think with the Colts now, he's on the verge of creating a really, really good team. Pretty much all his draft picks this season have hit, and now he looks like he's a genius. And yeah, it wasn't probably... Well, even 12 months ago, I imagine there was plenty of people calling for him to be fired. Yes. And yeah, yeah, now he looks like a great GM. So I think year to year, it can just change so much, but... I think some of the ones that have built like a really good team, you've got like Schneider in Seattle, haven't you? And Dimitrov in Atlanta, I think it's a really good GM. Yeah. I mean Basically, I'll... God, sorry. I would rank I'd rank Schneider right up there, but he's he is kind of living off of that twenty eleven draft. Yeah, and that's almost sort of what my point was at the start, I think, that maybe that was just a bit a bit of a fluke and Yeah, it was once in a lifetime kind of you, that that can't happen again. But then I was having this um, discussion with my friend the other day, actually, Adam, who asked a question earlier, that kind of, that's where they make their money. Like it, it, like you say, it's easy to pick someone in the first round, unless you pick yeah. Jermaine Lefeli, then you've obviously made a mistake. But <laughs> he, like this year, he, picked, he traded up to pick Michael Dixon, who looks like the best punter in the league, and picked up Will Disley in the fourth round, who in the first game for a blocking tight end had 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. And you pick Shaque- uh, Shaquem Griffin, who's... A really good special teams player. So they're a player that contribute. And then for all of that, you pick um, Rashad Penny in the first round. Exactly, don't you? which looks it's... looks like a bust, but he's shown flashes the last couple of weeks. But it's a player that you didn't need, so it's it's baffling yeah. that don't trust them with the 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 early picks. But it's where you like you say where you make your money. There's the middle middle rounds. I think for me, the the sort of GM I like is somebody who's aggressive and. Like the Eagles last year, they knew they had a chance at winning. They went out and got players yeah. that they knew could help them and end up paying off for them. And mm. yeah, I quite like that. I'm not sure how he's the best GM in the league or anything, but I think he's aggressive and I think that's a lot a lot better way to be than someone just sits there and yeah, just hopes it hopes it falls to them and hopes it falls right. But I think Gettleman sometimes can be a bit he never wants to trade his picks, does he? He's gonna he's gonna sit in his yeah. spot and he's gonna draft them players when it's not always the best way to be, is it? I think you need to know whether it's a year where you should trade up or down. And mm. Let, let's just have a quick flip, reverse that. Worst GMs: John Elway, Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, Elway. I mean, I bet if I bet there's lists out there if we if I did a quick search now that have him probably in the top five GMs is, in the league. The list I'm looking at, he's fourth. And well what done, has he done? One of the greatest quarterbacks ever a load of money to come and win you a Super Bowl. But yeah, what have you done past that? You tried and, to give Brock Osweiler a huge contract. And when he won that Super Bowl, 
Manning was dreadful, wasn't he? <laughs> it was. Yeah. It just happened to be that a defense that the was defense there. And, the yeah, it's. Yeah, Elway is not good, and I mean, does Gruden count now? Do we, <laughs> do we count Gruden as a GM? Yeah, because Reggie McKenzie has got no power there at all, has he? No, and yeah, there's a, there's a few bad ones in there. Yeah, Jerry Jones is a weird one, isn't he? Because I think the last few years he's also stopped making them stupid picks. It makes the league a worse place come draft day. But... It does. I really want them to take Johnny Manziel because it would have been the most Cowboys thing to, to do. But... Yeah, it's. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's some really bad ones out there. I can't think of the name of the Bucks one now, but him, I'll put him in the list. Um, the Bucks is. I can't think of his Jesse name. White. Is it? Yeah, there we go. There it's yeah, him. I want to put him near the bottom because the there's Daniel, not Dave Caldwell. Get yourself yeah. a new quarterback. Yeah, I think leaning on Bortles is enough to put him down the bottom of that list. Yeah. Uh, question from Nick Katagena. Sorry if that's about, uh, said wrong. Obviously it is. Uh, two out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the New York Giants will make the playoffs this year now that they're winning? I do. I, I they're, when, like this weekend, they're fun to watch. I mean, I think they only played the Bucks and they almost lost when, once Jameis came into it. But they're fun to watch when Eli is just making serviceable throws and... He's finding Beckham. Beckham could do so much with the catch after he's caught it. He can kill teams. And Barkley looks electric. He was an obvious pick, but they got slammed for not taking a quarterback. But you've got yourself a running back for the next 10 years in Barkley who's going to break records, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could pick him to go to playoffs because (laughs) all we've said about Eli all season and... (laughs) I don't think a couple of weeks changes that against probably the most dysfunctional team in the league right now, isn't it? In the Bucks. But they are in that conversation now, which is yeah. insane, really. They're both in playoff com- uh, contention and in contention for the number one pick, which it was quite weird, but that's very NFC East. But yeah, I guess if they could just ride Barkley and get a bit from Beckham and. So a little bit elsewhere, though, maybe. But, yeah, I don't, I don't really see it. But, I mean, say they are in contention, which seems dreadful to me. Yeah, it is really, really weird of going about the season. But they're fun. when they're firing, they're fun to watch. They can't play defence. But um, yeah. when you've got Barkley and Beckham and uh, Evan Ingram's good as well and Sonny Shepard's not bad, it's, they've got some weapons there. Even Corey Coleman made a catch this week. <laughs> Takes some doing. Imagine doesn't. That. It's been a while since I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. And final question then is from Joe, who's at JCO187. Um, number one pick in the draft, who are we taking? Uh, he's gone for Bosa, Oliver, or Q Williams. I don't really do college football, but uh, presumably it's going to be the Raiders, although they're kind of they're going to do a Raiders and win themselves out of that first pick, I think, in the last couple of weeks. But got to take Bosa, haven't you? His brother's been so good that surely this is going to continue with another one. Well, I, I think if it's the 49ers, I think Bosa, you can sort of pencil him now. Yeah, just pencil him in now. Because, yeah, they need a need, there's a need there for them. And he's probably the best player in the draft, or perhaps it maybe is. So I think, yeah, you can pencil him now. But if it's a Raiders, I think everything's open. Yeah, it's, they can take literally anyone. Because I, I really think there's a good chance they trade Carr away and draft yeah. Herbert or somebody in that position and... Yeah, that's uh, very, very John Gruden. I feel it. I know there was. I feel like that stuff was a bit overblown with Carr at the weekend, but I think there there is problems there, and I don't imagine he's the greatest coach to work for. I don't, it doesn't feel that way when you're watching that team. That no, you saw him on the sidelines this week, uh, having a bit of a discussion with Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. I, my gut feeling is that if this is the Raiders, Carr gets traded to, I don't know, Jags maybe, or the Giants oh, yeah. or somebody like that, Then and then they take Herbert at number one for, out of Oregon. But it's, yeah, I think if it's the 49ers, I think Bosa's nailed on. Yeah. And then if it's the Raiders, then they could do absolutely anything. Probably, do, <laughs> probably take a kicker or something. It's... so <laughs> Yeah, who knows of them? <laughs> a kicker who did really well on the bench press or something at the uh, <laughs> at a combine. Nice yeah. 
Yeah, baffling. It's going to be a fun actual draft draft season, I think, because the Raiders are a full-on wild card at this moment. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get on to the game previews. So we've got well, we've got three games Thursday afternoon into evening, haven't we? Yeah, I, I like I like Thanksgiving, not yeah, for the actual fun. Thanksgiving because you know I, I don't really have any <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> feelings. But, bit, but... Yeah, it's <laughs> just an extra three games of football, or an extra two games of football we get. Yeah, so more football, and I'm always off Thursday, so it falls up works <laughs> perfectly for me. Starting then with Bears at Lions. Um, that's like early early game. Should be a Bears win, shouldn't it? The Lions, although the Lions turned up last week and beat Carolina, so I don't know. <laughs> Tricky. So I was talking about it with someone, and I, I always feel like Matt Patricia. He, he's always game planning for like three weeks for one yep. game, and he always forgets his games in between. <laughs> that's what it feels like, doesn't it? He's had the Patriots, and didn't they beat the Packers? And yeah, the Panthers last week. It's almost like game plan for the big ones, and just forget about all these ones in between. <laughs> but <sighs> it yeah. feels like this could be a letdown game to me for the Bears. The Bears, yeah off that big win against the Vikings where that was always felt like that's the game where they need to prove it and then yeah this it feels like it's that sort of that sort of team so often loses this sort of game but I can't pick against them but yeah I've got a weird feeling they're not going to show up for whatever reason and yeah I'm going for the I'm going for the Bears but yeah I've got a bad <laughs> feeling about it for them <laughs> I've got yeah. a bad feeling that the Lions can sneak one out there. <laughs> I'm taking the Bears as well, obviously. But yeah, the Lions are a dangerous team, especially Thanksgiving. They're a Thanksgiving team. Well, it's a short week for the Bears. They played late on Sunday, didn't they? So they've got even yeah. less time. Playing on the early game Thursday. It's There's lots going against the Bears, I would say, for this. Mm. And We've said it all season that the Thursday game, the home team has a big advantage. Yeah. I feel like if I was, if I really want to be bold, I'd pick the Lions here, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to wimp out and pick the Bears, but yeah, I've got a real feeling about the Lions here. Fair enough. On to the next one then is, uh, obviously, it's Thanksgiving, so the Cowboys are on TV, regardless of how good they are. Um, they're taking on the Washington Redskins. Uh, Cowboys are at home for this one. Six and five Redskins, five and five Cowboys. Battle for the lead in the East. Wait. It feels weird that the Cowboys are one of the form teams, doesn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think anyone saw that coming, but <laughs> they're on a nice little run. They seem to have got Elliot working again, which he perhaps wasn't so yeah, much through the early part of the season. Yards in the last two games. Yeah, and he's looked every like that back that he was, where he practiced in at the early start, of the early part of the season. Sorry. Yeah, he was running but, people over last week. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard to pick against the Cowboys here, especially after Alex Smith's injury. So I think Colt McCoy can come in and do an all right job. I don't think he's going to be a disaster. but I think he's very serviceable and he made Jordan Reed into something for the first time this season. Yeah. Like, it's not he's like... your biggest weapon. Throw the ball to him. Yeah. It's not like Alex Smith's been lining it up, is it? He's not been great himself, so... No, their point differential this season is minus one. They've scored 197, given up 198. <laughs> yeah. And they feel like that, don't they? They feel very middle of the road, the Redskins, but yeah. Yeah, maybe he can help get more out of um, Adrian Peterson I, I don't know and if, it was, if they're going to do anything it's going to be on Peterson anyway so yeah. I don't know how much the Smith injury really changes things for them no he wasn't like I say he wasn't lining it up and if worse comes no, to worse no. Mark Sanchez yeah just roll with it I, <laughs> I mean it's what we all want to see now <laughs> everyone apart from Redskins fans <laughs> I think, yes. but... as soon as that notification came from my phone I was like yes start him start him away <laughs> Um, and then Thanksgiving finishes with a cracker of a game for me. Falcons at Saints. This is going to be fun, isn't it? Because neither team really played defence. And it's in a dome, so points galore, I think, again, for the Saints. Yeah, this it's hard to pick against the Saints at the moment. But I, I think I said on last week's podcast, we're not that far away. From, we're not that many weeks removed for them almost losing to the Browns. No. Or probably should have lost to the Browns. They've had a big comeback in the second half, so... I don't think they're like as unbeatable as it sort of feels like they are right now, but I'm not sure the Falcons are the team to do it and beat them. But no, <laughs> anything can happen. Matt Ryan is playing like a top five quarterback this year. His his numbers are incredible. It's just yeah. been let down by the team. The fact that the team has no defense at all. And even that, it's not really their fault. They just had some of the worst injury luck I can remember. Yeah, for like one unit, they pretty much their whole spine of the defense has gone. 
in the space of about a week. It's yeah, it wasn't just injuries. It was the fact that it was the injuries were to some of their most important players. But yeah, I can't pick. I can't pick the Falcons, but I sort of want them to to keep things a bit more interesting in that in the NFC. I think there's some. Um, if they win, then it sort of opens up a lot more possibilities. Where well, the last time they played back in well late September, the Saints won forty three thirty seven. So that was a close, close game. So yeah, I think it's going to be pretty similar. Yeah, once you're in them games, anyone can win them, can't they? It's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of hope the Falcons win, but I think the Saints will win. Fantasy advice here: play all of your offensive players in either of those two teams. Yeah. <laughs> even, Jones is even scoring touchdowns now, isn't he? Yeah. Julio, so. <laughs> Yeah, get him. Like yeah, two thousand yards and a couple of touchdowns this year. I'm sure he was on lots of lots of fantasy benches, <laughs> even, even though he's racking up about 120 yards every game, just not scoring. <laughs> but getting back in them lineups. There you go. Right, this next that's, game, my, that's my tip of the week. This next game, um, <laughs> I'm just looking at the stats on this one. Defensively, it's the 31st ranked defense against the 32nd ranked defense. Browns at Bengals. I have <sighs> literally no idea who's going to win this game. <laughs> I'm I'm actually surprised that the Browns are that ranked that low. Yeah, because they've, they've seemed to be better than that, haven't they? And it feels like they've got a good defense there, or good players on the defense. Yeah, but I guess they've had a few weeks where they've just given up about forty-five points, haven't they? And that, I guess that, yeah, is Greg Williams no, going to win himself a job? I really hope not for the Browns <laughs> fans, but it feels it feels very Brownsy to do that, doesn't it? To yeah. go in. Give him the job after you finally get rid of Hugh. Go and give Greg Williams the job, and <laughs> just another few years of whatever this has been. Yeah, madness, chaos, and madness. Yes, I don't know who to pick. I think for me, if AJ Green's back, I'll probably pick the Bengals. If he's not, then I'll go with the Browns. But I don't really have any strong feelings either way on this one. No, I think the Bengals have more weapons because Tyler Boyd's good, Joe Mixon's good, and if yeah, if Green's back, then that's a that's a good three to. To play with their their five and five Bengals, um, Browns are three six and one. I'm going to go Bengals. It's at home as well, so I'll take the yeah. I'll, I'll go Bengals. This one should be fun, um, at least for offensively. Forty nine is that the Buccaneers. I don't hold out much hope for any defensive players in this game, but <laughs> uh, I get Jameis is starting again, doesn't he? Yeah, he's back in That's now. A... Fitzmagic has gone and died. I think they have to do that. Whatever they think of Winston, I think they need to give him this six-game run just yeah. to make one final decision on it because I don't know what you're really getting by starting Fitzpatrick. Their season's done, isn't it? They're not doing anything now. No, nothing at all. Look look ahead to next year and I think one of the big decisions they've got this offseason is, they, is if they do carry on with Winston. and You're not going to find that out by leaving him on the bench, are you? So, <laughs> no, exactly. I think just give him the run, give him the six games, but... God knows what it'll be like. Well, yeah. Um, Bucks at home in this one. I'll go for the Bucks. Yeah. But... Still the number one ranked offense in the league in terms of yards, <laughs> I assume. Well, every play is just hoping that someone <laughs> yeah. can catch a sixty-yard bomb, it's a isn't huge it? Bomb, yeah. Yeah, and catch a few of them a game, and you jump up them offensive rankings, don't you? But yeah, true. Um, yeah. Jags at Bills. God, what a game! Playoff rematch. Yeah, this... the last time they met was ten three to the Jags in the playoffs last year. So, when you first look at this, I mean, your instinct is to say the Jags should win easy, but that two... Bills defense should terrorize Bortles. Yeah, you should have a nightmare. It's two three and seven teams. <sighs> this feels like this feels like one of them games that it should probably end six three or something like that, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is going to be very similar to what happened last week for the Jags, but this time Big Ben's not going to. Score the ugliest touchdown ever seen and kind of fumble and stumble and bumble his way over the line in the last seconds. It, it feels mad to say this, but I feel like both these teams are quite similar. And <laughs> yeah, they are. That's, I mean, I feel like if I was a Jags fan, I'd be offended by that, but <laughs> they are, aren't they? There's not, there's not that, they've both got a good defence and yeah, what makes not the, much Jags of stand Yeah. Up? They've got Leonard Fournette, but the Bills have got Shady McCoy, who's still a very good running back. Yeah. I'm I'm going for the Bills. What 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 the hell? I'll go for the Bills. <laughs> I am not picking this game because wow. I'm not even going to watch a single second of it. I don't think it's going to show up <laughs> in red zone once. The only thing we're going to see is two kickers, Stephen Halshker and yeah. Josh Lambeau. That'll be it. <laughs> it feels like that game, doesn't it? 
six three nine six. <laughs> Hideous. Maybe has there ever been a nil nil in the NFL? I don't think so. That <laughs> no. this could be it. We're on nil nil what last season? Yeah, there's a bad one. Raiders at Bengals. No, Raiders at Ravens. Sorry, um, Ravens win for me. Yeah, Fairly easily. I still don't know how the Raiders managed to win a game when I still feel like even after this week, this win, I still feel like they're trying to lose on purpose. Yeah, they're and, two, they're two and eight. We've got a minus one hundred and twenty-three point differential, which is no. the worst in the league by an absolute mile. So I don't know, but that's got to be touching on. Historic, hasn't it? There can't be many worse than that. They've given up 300. The Chiefs have given up one point more than um, the Raiders have this season, but they've also scored 330 points more than the Raiders have. Even the Browns last year, like, even without winning the game, they were tended to be in games a bit, didn't they? Yeah, but... they didn't get smashed by anyone, really. Um, wow, that is, that is horrendous. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah, quite how bad they were, but I've seen them live this season. They were terrible then. Yeah, the, the Ravens tend to beat up on these sort of teams, don't they? Yeah, and, this is going to be like forty to seven, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think the Ravens. Maybe this is if Lamar Jackson gets another start, this might be the one that keeps him in there for the rest of the season. He's going to run all day for this one. Yeah, um, another one o'clock game. Then all these games we've mentioned are all one o'clock games. I can't see any of these being on Sky. No, the next one. Yeah, there's no has, obvious one. The next one has a chance. Seahawks at Panthers. Yeah, it's got to be that one, I suppose. Either that one or, or oh, hang on, we've got an NFC, all, F, all NFC East clash coming up, so that's definitely going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but Seahawks at Panthers, 5-5. Five and five. Seahawks travel to the 6-4 and four Carolina Panthers. The last time we met, Seahawks won 40-7. to seven. That was in December uh, 2016. It's, it's a tough one to call this, because I feel like the Panthers are a better team, but... They're on the back of a couple of really bad losses, and mm. they're in. I think they're in danger if they lose this one. Of all of a sudden, this season sort of going a bit out of control. Cam became old Cam last week, didn't he? Overthrowing receivers, costing his team in the end zone. Yeah, and he, he got that injury. He got rolled up on, and I don't know if that was uh, sort of holding him back a bit because he didn't quite look the same then. On that two-point conversion at the end, where they went for it for the win. He, I, I felt like he could have just run that in if he wanted to, yeah. but I don't know if the knee was bothering him a bit. Stats-wise, these two teams are incredibly similar. Like Wilson's got 200 yards less than um, Cam, but three touchdowns more, one interception less. Running-wise, Carson's got 50 yards less than McCaffrey. Um, then we've got Davis and Cam Newton who've got exactly the same amount of run, rushing yards. Receiving-wise, Tyler Lockett's got 30 yards more than Devin Funchess. It's incredibly similar like both got really strong defences should be a fun game I remember the game before the last couple of games where it's been kind of high scoring it used to be like 12-9 7-3 those sort of games between us because they're both really tight defensive games so. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're going to get one of them games I think it's going to be uh, one team's um, going to explode yeah I, I don't know which way to call this I'll probably I'll probably revert back to just going for the home team but I think it's a big game for both of these teams. It is. I think playoff as positioning we, depends on this game. I think. And say it might even be more than that. It might even be just whether they get in the playoffs at all. It comes down to this game for these two. It's. I think yeah. I think both of them are going to be wild card teams. They're both my picks for the wild card, but it wouldn't be a massive surprise if one of them loses here and goes on a bit of a run, a bad run for the end of the season, but. Yeah, I'll probably go for the Panthers. I think they need this one more. I think the Seahawks can still get out of it, but I think the Panthers, with two games against the Saints coming up, are yeah, really desperate for that win now. I think that's fair, yeah. We've still got to play the 49ers twice and the Cardinals once. We do also have to play the uh, Vikings and the Chiefs, but if, if we can beat the Cardinals, lose the, the Chiefs and the, maybe beat the Vikings, who aren't the team they were, then we could yeah. fairly easily get into the playoffs. And Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a huge game, actually. Yeah, this, this is a big one. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go for the Panthers just because I think I think they perhaps need it that little bit more. And yeah, they're on the, the two-game losing streak, aren't they? So yeah, they're going to want to turn yeah. this around. It's a tough one, though. I think this could be a really interesting game. It should be a fun one to watch. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. a, a tight affair. 
Um, what is the game after that? I can't see the schedules at the second. The game Patriots. after that is yeah, the Patriots. The Patriots at Jets. At the Jets. Wow. For That's me, this ga- this about. game is just about the butt fumble. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I'm not really bothered about anything else about it. I just hope they show the butt fumble forty five times through that game. <laughs> um, historically, the the Patriots have whacked the Jets almost every time they've played recently. It's it shouldn't be any question, should it? This one. <sighs> We wouldn't think so, but we've lost a couple of weird games this season. Yeah. But I, I think off the bye, I think Gronk's going to be back and healthier. I think a lot of them problems that would have been resolved over that bye week. Yeah. I think from now on is when I think really judge the Patriots this season. Because I think up to now there's been... Yeah, I think there's been a lot of things between... I don't think we've really been playing at 100%. I think that basketball fans, someone like LeBron... Yeah, we all know regular season LeBron is different to playoff LeBron, and yeah, I think exactly. it's sort of similar to Patriots now. I think they're managing managing the team and trying to sort of keep things just do enough. And yeah, it's Thanksgiving yeah, think, now. It's time to flick that switch. Yeah, and it it feels like they've been holding Gronk back for now, mm. get him healthy. So yeah, I think it would I think this is a comfortable Patriots win. Yeah, and this is where they really establish themselves as contenders over these next few weeks. Yeah, the Jets have decided to, it's, it's Josh McCown's show the rest of the way, so he's good. He's a good, fun quarterback to watch for an old man. But yeah, Patriots yeah, in this one, um, Giants at Eagles. I'm taking the Giants, Dave. Wow, <laughs> I, I feel like this one. Whoever loses this, I think right off completely. I think we can just stop talking about it maybe for the rest of the year. Yeah. But I think that's fair. Yeah, whoever wins win this, this, they're on a three game win streak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever wins this one, especially if the Cowboys win against the Redskins, as we sort of half expected yeah. they will, whoever wins this is in a real good spot. If the Giants win and the Cowboys win, <laughs> every team in the division is within two games, aren't they? I think. Yeah. It'd be so. Madness. I've got to go for the Eagles. I can't believe that Eli Manning in 2018 <laughs> could win three games in a row. I can't. I can't believe that will happen. But... I think this is all on Barkley. Barkley's just going to explode again and continue to show out this season. Yeah, and he he has been incredible. But all that money the Eagles spent on their defense, it's not been very good this year. No, I'm sure they won't mind when when all things are said and done. You know, they got the Super Bowl, which is all that yeah, matters. Exactly. But it has not worked out from this year at all. But no, yeah, I'll go. I'll go for the Eagles, but yeah, I can't have Eli Man in the playoffs again. <laughs> I want. I actually want this game to be on TV. I can watch Eagles Panthers on Game Pass. I want this one to be on because I want to watch Eli and Odell, Odell and Saquon take on the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I'm becoming a Giants fan in the worst possible time. Wow, that's, <laughs> this is this is like when last year over on the uh, people who listen to the Gridiron Gentleman podcast. Yeah, I went, I picked the Browns every single week of an hour <laughs> sixteen season. Just I sort of for some reason almost like fell in love with them, and yeah, I yeah. feel like this is this is what's happening to you here. I am only advices Eli Manning at age thirty nine, whatever he is now. My advice is just get off now, just stop <laughs> before it goes too far. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> um, next game, the two and eight Cardinals travel to the seven and three Chargers. This one should be academic, but the last time these met, the Cardinals actually won. Um, the Chargers are likely to throw away a game against a team they should win, especially when kind of the pressure's ramping up on them. I don't know how I... well Cardinals fans travel, but this might be the first game at the Stub Center where the Chargers fans outnumber the away fans. Yeah, the Cardinals have got a really good defense. They have. And... <laughs> They're 17th in defence, then they're 32nd in offence, 32nd in passing, and 30 seconds in rushing. Like, I felt like the Chargers were absolutely rolling, and then last week, that loss is just a killer loss for them. And yeah. I, all of a sudden, you start to have doubts about them, don't you? And I feel they like the Cardinals the are the sort close, of team. Aren't they? Yeah, and I think the Cardinals are a good defence, and if David Johnson can have a good game, then hmm. I don't think this is one... A week ago, it, felt, it would have felt like this was a crazy thing to even pick the, even give the Cardinals a chance. But yeah. I feel like the right, um, sorry, uh, the Chargers should win this. But yeah, I'm not complete. I'm not giving it sort of a. I'm not locking it or anything. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I think there's a chance that the Cardinals could do pull off an upset here. Yeah, then they didn't get blown out by the Chiefs, and 
they're, they're keeping. I mean, they lost to the Raiders, but they they're in the game, and that's all you can ask for a team that are struggling. If stay in the game to the end, then you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the Chargers do that, and yeah, if they're doing that, they're going to get burnt, aren't they? And maybe yeah. this is another week when they do. Yeah. Next game's got some playoff implications. The five and five Dolphins take on the five and five Indianapolis Colts in Indy. This has got Colts win written all over it for me. Andrew Luck continues to just throw three touchdowns and T.Y. runs wild and Luck doesn't get touched again, probably. Yeah, I I, str- I would struggle to think differently of two five and five, more differently, <laughs> sorry, of two five and five teams. But I think the Dolphins are dreadful. I, I think the Colts think of are. one single highlight of the Dolphins this season. <laughs> no. Not a single play have I seen that stuck in my head from them. The only thing I can think about them this season is when the game got delayed for yeah, a few hours of the storm. Uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, the most forgettable season of all time, maybe. <laughs> and they're five and five. Yeah, it's, yeah, the Colts. I feel like the Colts have to win this, and yeah, if, if they win this, then I think they're in prime spots to take that uh, six seed. Yeah, maybe even the five seed. Three, but I don't really know how they're seven and three, and they've won seven games in a row. They're, they're I honestly think win teams, beat teams, but they win every week. No, I honestly think they're one of the worst. Teams have ever gone on a seven-game win streak. I don't <laughs> understand how it's happened. That is really baffling. But on the other hand, with the Texans, they've got some really good players, and yeah, it sort of doesn't feel like it should be a shock. But yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think the Colts should absolutely crush them here, yeah. and I hope they do because yeah, I'm like you're saying, you're falling in love with the Giants. I've sort of fallen in love with the Colts, mm. and yeah, it's yeah, I love the Colts. Yeah, I, I love really everything like they're Luck. doing. I like Luck and Hilton. That's been one of my favourite connections over the years. Yeah, I, yeah, I've loved Luck since he's been in the league, and mm. yeah, that's not going to stop for me now, no. as we know from my campaign, <laughs> Luck 2019. <laughs> um, Steelers at Broncos is uh, a late game on Sunday. Should be the Steelers. It took them a long time to get going last week. Yeah, I don't. I thought the Broncos are one of the teams you just can't write them off. Even though I think we did a bit last week on. Me and Ollie on the podcast. Mm. And we did write him off a bit and then they went on and got the upset. But I feel that that sort of team that I don't think any week you can be that shocked if they have a good game and pull off an upset. No. Especially with like Lindsay running like he is and the defence is playing quite well and there's some stuff there. But yeah, I just don't trust the coaching when it comes down to it no. with the Broncos. And I I could probably say the same with the Steeders though, to be honest. I don't really trust Mike Tomlin. But <sighs> Yeah, I think the Steelers probably probably win, but... Should be. Yeah. It's always tricky. They go into mile high, and Keenum is a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. I think I think it's one that you can see the upset, but yeah, I think the Steelers are, Steelers are favourites. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Sunday Night Football, Packers at Vikings. Both teams really, season's on the line in this, because the Bears are going to run away with this division otherwise. Uh, if someone doesn't stop them, um, Packers need to win. Last losing to the Seahawks last week. Vikings um, they need to win as well. They lost to the Bears. It's now or never for both of these teams. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, hundred percent. This is a loser. Losers done. And they tied earlier <laughs> in the season, of course, as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe they tie again. They're both done. <laughs> Imagine. So right now that. The Vikings, I keep feeling like they're going to get going and going to get it together, and they just keep struggling. Something missing, and keep, isn't it? but I don't know what. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's hard to, hard to really say, because I think the offence has got better pieces than last year. I think Cousins is a better quarterback than Case Keenan, but I don't think the offence is playing any better than it was a year ago. No. And I, I don't like this Packers team this year. I think, no. I think it's time to blow up the coaching staff and really move on. And Yeah, I've yeah. read against Aaron Rodgers on this podcast, saying he's not one of the best ever, but he is being hammerstrung by uh, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Some of the play calling last week was absolutely baffling. As a Seahawks fan, it was great to see because you're not going to beat teams with that sort of play calling. Third and two and you punt it away with four, four minutes left on the clock against a team with the best at rushing in the league. That's what yes. you're doing. And... In that game as well, I don't think Rogers played particularly well. No, I don't think it was. I, he had them two with it two big throws for the touchdowns, yeah. but outside of that, there wasn't that much to go. Oh, he's played really well there, and 
a lot of it will come down to McCarthy, but yeah, I don't think this is this has been Rogers' best season, and I think yeah, I think this is a season they miss the they lose this game, miss the playoffs, and things that are very different. Yeah, things that are different in Green Bay next year. Yeah. It'd be quite interesting to see him with a different coach in there. I think it'd be yeah. nice to see him with something different and really see what he can be. Yeah, he needs that before the end of his career. He needs another coach to see what he can do. Yeah, and yeah, I think he's going to get it. Monday Night Football. The Tennessee Titans travel to the Houston Texans in a game I will not be staying up to watch. No, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can officially say that as well. <laughs> we've, we've mentioned the Texans. We don't know how they're 7-3. The Titans are the most baffling team in the league. That they can whack the Patriots one week and then get absolutely the doors blown off them by the Colts the week after and just look like a team that's never played football before. Yeah, it's it, it's hard to no. I, I weirdly I feel like both these teams are pretty similar. It just happened that the Titans have happened to win them games, mm. and the um, the text story of having to win them games the Titans haven't. It's just yeah, I don't really trust either team, no. so I don't really know how to pick this game because. Yeah, both of them. I look at them. I think, oh, there's not a lot about either of you that I really, sort of, really like. But I'm I'm gonna go with the Titans just because I can't believe the Texans can have win eight games eight in a row. Game winning streak. Yeah, I'm going no. going Texans because Mariota took one hell of a hit last week. They say he's fine, and they just held him out because they were already twenty four nothing down at half time. But he doesn't look right to me. He gets no. an awful lot and. When you get up shaking your hand and shaking your arm after having nerve issues in that same arm, that's not a good sign. No. And I think the problem for me with Mariota is, I think for him to be a a good quarterback in this league, he needs to run a lot. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he runs a lot, he gets injured. Yeah. I think, I think it's basically the RG3 problem, wasn't it? Yeah. And they run him and then he just got really, really injured. And I think you're going to get that with Mariota soon enough. Because yeah, he needs to run to open up the pass, but... Yeah, like you say, he's fragile, and yeah. RG three is a fantastic comparison, actually. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm officially out on Mario. I think it's, I've done, I, I sort of held out hope he could become a good quarterback, but I think I've that whole draft class, uh, quarterback wise, yeah, not very it's, good. Which is weird because at the time it looked like it could be a great one, didn't it? Yeah. But <laughs> shows how much everyone knows, doesn't it, coming in? But James has been yeah. benched and t- yeah. Mario hasn't outperformed Blaine Gabbert in spots this year, so it wouldn't be the biggest shock if both of them two end up not on the teams that drafted them, would it? And then no, definitely not. Which is crazy to think we're two quarterbacks taken right at the top of the draft like that. Yeah, one and two, but, not that long ago as well. It's weird, but that is it. That is our games this week. Remember to share the podcast, share it on Facebook, retweet it on Twitter, yeah. do all every every post we make about podcast related things. Share them, send them to people. Just make yourself visible and so we can see your name and we'll put your name into our list of names. It's a big list of names at the minute, so keep yeah, doing and it. The more that, chances you do it, the more chances you enter, the more chances you get to win. Yeah, and say, give yourself the best chance possible. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cheap Christmas present for someone if you don't want it yourself, isn't it? It's, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, make sure you enter and say, keep the reviews coming as well on iTunes. It yeah, makes it such a big difference to us. Yeah, it really does. You know, great to read. If you, if you want to make them a bit funny, then go for it because we'll read them out on the podcast. So, exactly. yeah, it, it, it can be absolutely gibberish if you want it to be. Just, <laughs> just any review is good for us. So. As long as the stars are five, then that's good. Yeah. We haven't been getting as many reviews lately. We've got eight reviews, but we've got 11 ratings and they're all five stars. So, even if you don't want to write anything, just give us a little five star rating. It's simply just a click of a button, and that is it. Yeah, say so it really helps us and yeah, keep, keep them coming in. Definitely. Um, that's it then Dave where can they find us on social medias well uh, on uh, Facebook we're first and ten so yeah get on there so end of the competition and then on Twitter we're uh, at first and ten underscore and so, where are you on Twitter uh, I'm at DJG23 and I'm at Rossbell1984 uh, I'd like to thank Ollie for standing in for me last week uh, he did a good job and hopefully we'll get him back on at some point in the future um until then, though, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. Enjoy your Thanksgiving football.